now the host for late night whenever. Please give it up for Michelle Buto. are you guys feeling? I love it. And I gotta, I gotta give a shout out to the two dope queens. If it weren't for those brown titties, I don't know if I'd be here. Um, I'm Michelle. This is my boo, Rob. Hi, Rob. He's great. I love my friends. I love working with my friends. I love paying taxes with my friends. Let's get it on together. You know what I mean? My mom is from Jamaica. My dad is from Haiti. That's great. I'm the only child. Um, I know, my parents are like, you know, we got it right the first time. I'm like, did you? <laughs> I don't think they got it right the first time. They just don't like to fuck. Anyways, <laughs> what? Yes, late night whatever got feelings. My parents love traveling. They love to take me with them, which is great, but they were also cheap, which I didn't get because they couldn't afford it. And like, I was riding on my mom's lap like way too late in life. I was 12. And I wasn't even like a small 12. I looked exactly like this. I was a 12 when I was 12. You know what I mean? And my dad, he would never want to get like a suite, an en suite, like any, I could never have my own room. This motherfucker got one hotel room. Not even with two beds, he just had a cot. So we did like a European vacation one year and we went to Paris because my dad is Haitian so he thinks he's French. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so he thinks he's French, we go to Paris, he gets the one room, there's a cot. And I remember asking my dad, who's gonna sleep on that cot? Because I really didn't know who was gonna sleep on it. I thought we were gonna like flip a coin or some shit. And this cot looked scary as fuck. It wasn't like a cute Ikea cot. It was like that cot from like a horror movie. Like Pet Cemetery, the one that Aunt Zelda was on. Nobody saw Pet Cemetery. Is everybody 80 or 20? Thank you, WNYC. I feel like I'm in Vermont, okay. Jesus. So, my dad, who is not a ghetto person, but does ghetto things, this motherfucker decided to put up a sheet in the room like he just made a two-bedroom. My dad puts the sheet up and I was like, okay, cool, you know, I'll live this lie with you. And then, I'm not asleep, because I've had all the chocolate and all the croissants. And I hear my dad trying to get busy with my mom. So I just hear my dad coming, like, going. <laughs> Not coming. <laughs> Woo, we gonna have to edit, Joanna. It's <laughs> my producer. So I hear my dad saying <laughs> to my mom, come on, Tanette, come on, Tanette. Come on, we're in Paris, Tanette. And I just hear my mom tired as fuck. No, Michael. No, Michael. No. No, Michael. 
12 years old trying to fucking sleep. No, Michael. No, Michael. I'm like... And then finally, all I hear is... I don't know what it was, and I'm pretty sure my dad was fingering my mom. And that's the end of the show. Good night, everybody! No, 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 no. I know, good show. There's no refunds. Um, so... I remember the second day in Paris, it was like, I remember thinking like, wow, there's a lot of like diversity here, but like nobody was as big as me in terms of like maturity, titties, anyways. <laughs> and my dad like tried to get us on this boat ride on the river Seine or Seine, girl, bye. And this motherfucker we were buying the BA from, that's French for ticket, out. <laughs> he was like, oh man, you, you have to pay for three adults because that's not a child, that's an adult. And I was like, fuck France. <laughs> I went to Catholic school, my um, family's super Catholic, and um, I was only allowed to wear civilian clothing like once a month. So I used to dress myself on these vacations and I'd be like, oh my God, this is who I am now. <laughs> this is my moment. Do we have any, we have pictures. Yes, John? yes. So because you are listening to the podcast, I will describe. <laughs> I was fruitful. I had bosoms and I, there were no plus size clothing stores. So I had to borrow my dad's shirts and I got really into it. And I was like, can I get your vest and your tie? <laughs> So I just look like a bad, like, Vegas <laughs> poker dealer. <laughs> like, I look like a Puerto Rican Bozo the Clown. Like, I don't even... A maroon tie with white dots. I just look like I'm Ellen for Halloween. I don't... <laughs> and I stand by it. I'm just saying. Yeah, Queen Latifah would be proud. So tell me about your family vacations, Rob. I don't know what he did, family vacations. Um, I grew up like a lot of people, uh, broke. Ooh, so, make some noise if you grew up poor. I didn't okay. say poor. Oh. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Yeah, I said broke. What's the difference? Poor is a, a continuous state. Broke is just temporary. Look at, people are getting boners. Okay, no, we okay. were broke. My mother was Got a school it. teacher. We were kind of middle class, lower middle class, but okay. we never did. She was a church fanatic. Okay. So what we really did was uh, every summer my church took a once a year trip to Six Flags. Oh, shit. And that was like vacation. Yeah. Okay. And, with know, a bunch of kids. Yeah. But I mean, I, what I do in turn now is I do vacations with my kids. Dope. So and where I do you take to, them? Yeah. Where they want to go? Do they get to pick? Nah, they don't get to pick, but they mom sings for, you know, some really heavy people and we travel a lot. So Fat I, people? Fabulous people. Fabulous. fabulous. You said heavy, people. so I was like Heavy people, yeah. Mom okay. sings for the Rolling Stones right now. Yeah. I would drop so this way, mic. Ain't nobody but, uh, dropping no names. <laughs> no, I love it. I would drop the mic, so but we it's went public to, radio. So we went to Denmark to see their mom. Do they know where Denmark is? Because my husband's from Holland and everyone's like, I love Denmark. Yeah, they... they <laughs> yeah, they cool. They cool kids. So it was cool. You know, the airplane was cool. I mean, because they got TVs and the headrests now and iPads and all these things to keep them occupied. Shit, I didn't have any of that. Nah, yeah. I had hard. my mom's lap. 
Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> but for real, I want to bring out my next guest. Y'all ready? Yeah. Oh, I love her so much. She's amazing. She's a powerhouse. Tours all over the world. She's a correspondent on The Daily Show and has a half-hour comedy special on Netflix that you must watch. Please give it up for Gina Yasharay! I love you so much. Thank you. Gina and I both live in Bed-Stuy. Yes. So Brooklyn, bitch, what? <laughs> um, I love this because I feel like I always see you in passing at shows and we never get some real girl time. I know. We're it, always just, it's crazy. I ne- I'm never on shows with you. Never. I know. I don't think I've ever done a show They only you. book one pair of brown titties. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. So were you born in Nigeria? No, I was born and raised London, England. So my okay. mom and dad met in Nigeria. They came to England, had us all there. So we were born there. Oh, yeah. wow. My mother was all about her kids being British. My mom speaks five languages. Isn't that amazing? And she speaks several Nigerian languages and she never taught us any of them. She was like, no, no, I want my children to be English. I want them to sound like this. Because <laughs> that was my mum's impression of an English person. <laughs> my dad did the same thing. Yeah. My dad never taught me Creole. Yeah, it was the thing. You know, she wanted us to assimilate. Yeah. And she wanted us to have the best education. And that was her mistake. I think it was a mistake myself. Because I agree. She, she had a change of heart later and she tried to teach us a language. And it was yeah. too late. I was like, Mom, it's too late. <laughs> I'm 14 now. <laughs> so I understand that you were in France for some sort of like. Um, what's it called when they give you money to study there? Yeah, so basically. <laughs> when, well, when I was a kid. Study abroad? Yeah, basically, when I was a kid, my mother never let us go. Anywhere. We weren't allowed to go on school trips. Nothing. My mum was super overprotective of us. Like, my okay. mum came from Nigeria on a boat and never went back. It took her three weeks to get to England. And that was it. She stopped. She had a kid. And she's like, I'm not leaving. And you are not leaving either. So that was it. <laughs> so we never went anywhere. There was no school trips. We never went on family trips. My mum was scared that we'd die everywhere we went. Oh, my God. Like, I'm not even making this up. This is a true story. My mum actually kept a scrapbook of bus and train crashes. No, Gina. I swear no, to God. No. Whenever we try to go anywhere, she'll bring out the scrapbook and say, You see these children? You see all of this? These children are all dead because they went on the bus. No! True story. I'm not even making this up. So I was studying A level, advanced French, 16, and my mum's very into academics. She wanted us. So I said to her, Look, there's a school trip to France and I have to go. If you want me to pass these exams, you're going to have to let me go on this school trip. Oh, wow. And she was like, oh, okay, fine. If it's for the exam, okay. I got I applied for a grant. Did this all myself at 16. Applied for a grant from the government. It's amazing. But it wasn't a school trip. What I did, I was going by myself. I was going backpacking around France by myself. But I knew my mother was never going to allow that. So what I did was oh I persuaded God. all of my friends... Because my mum was seeing me off at Victoria Station where I was getting the train. So I persuaded all of my friends to turn up with suitcases. No! Yeah, baby! What? Yes! That's an epic story. So all my friends turned up with suitcases to make it look like a school trip. And I was like, okay, bye, mum. We're all going now. We're meeting the teacher. She's like, okay, bye. Mwah. And then she left. And then all my friends got off at the next stop. And I went to France for myself for a month. But I didn't have anywhere to stay. It was ridiculous. You don't have any place to stay. And this is like before Airbnb. Before that. So I went and did a, a, a French language course for a week. 
in mm-hmm. southern France in Touraine. And then after that, I was like, well, I can't go to France and not go to Paris. And so um, I met a friend who gave me her student travel card thing. She was a white woman. We, we didn't look alike at all, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> She, she lent me her card and it was a f- card to get you, to, you could travel free around France as a foreign student. And I used her card and went to Paris, had nowhere to stay, didn't know anybody. Or I was just using, practicing my French and I slept at the Gardenor station for three days. You slept in a, a train station? But everybody did. That was the thing. There was a what do you mean that was a thing? What st- is this, like Jason Bourne? I don't no. understand. In the station, I went there and there was all these young people from all over the world in sleeping bags sleeping in the station. And then somebody took me under her wing and goes, listen, you've got to sleep at this end no. because the guards come in the morning with a hose and spray everybody down. So you get, oh if you're God. at the right end, you get woken up by everybody screaming. You're like the little boy lion. I don't even understand what's happening. <laughs> I have so much anxiety. No one, see, this is what happens when you protect your kids too much. Exactly. I went absolutely crazy, but I had the time Wait, of my life. I so, went to the Eiffel Tower by myself. I still got a picture of me at 16. I gave somebody my little Polaroid. I was like, can you take it? Uh, yeah. I find it hilarious that you were sleeping on the floor of a train station because if you follow Gina's Instagram, you know she's a fucking straight up germaphobe. Yeah. I'm like, she's got these hilarious videos where she'll go to the hotel and be like, no, not doing it. Yuck. <laughs> Carpet. Stop. Yeah, I, I review every hotel room I stay in. So if you hashtag <laughs> Gina's hotel rooms, every room I stay in, I review it. I travel with my own sleeping bag, pillow and pillowcase, Two pairs of slippers, one for the shower, one for the room, because my feet are not touching the carpet. But it's as I've got older, and the more I, I've seen some things, Michelle. What have you seen? What did you come with a black light? What have you seen? Oh, my my best friend bought me a black light for Christmas, and I was like, "Fuck you, bitch! I'm not taking it." <laughs> because if I did, I would never leave my house again. My fans know what I'm like, so they yeah. send me videos, yeah. and they've been. Um, like undercover investigations. And there was one where they put a hidden camera in a bathroom uh, in China. Five-star hotel. Woman comes in, she's cleaning the bathroom. She cleans the toilet with a toilet brush. Yeah. Then she gets the toilet brush. She gets the two, you know the glasses that they put in? Never drink from those glasses. So she throws them in the sink and uses the toilet brush as a washing up brush for the glasses. This is why I touch nothing. Now you know why I travel with a sleeping bag. I wrap the TV remote in a shower cap. Oh my God. So I call it the control oh condom. The remote <laughs> control is the filthiest part of the room. And you know why? Because men are in hotel rooms. <laughs> exactly. I don't want to become pregnant from a remote control. That's all, that's all I'm it saying. It depends where you're sticking that remote control. <laughs> I don't understand how, if you're such a jerk, I don't... This is because you travel all over the world. I do. And I travel with my pillow. I have my pillow and pillow case. What countries? What countries? Uh, so I, did a, I do an Asia tour every, every year. Tour Asia. I, as soon as it gets cold in New York, I go, all right, I'm out of here. Where can I get shows in the sun? So in the last two months, I did shows in Vietnam, Cambodia, China, Malaysia, Singapore, oh my God. Borneo. Oh, my God. I go to Thailand every year. I fast for seven days. Oh, my God. And I do coffee enemas twice a day. And you put it online. And I put what came out of you online. Because it's not poo. It's not poo. It's all this weird stuff that's... Answers? All the <laughs> From stuff the other side? It's all the stuff that's sitting inside your intestine. When you eat a lot of stuff and it just... Like a lot of meat and a lot of acidic uh, food. It collects... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
Did you watch the video? It's amazing. I did. And did you see how the weird, I did you see like, the alien shit that came out of me? This is what I'll say. Best part of waking up, <laughs> it's Folgers in your butt. Gina Yashere, everybody. Yay! <laughs> Guys, more late night whenever. When we come back, stay tuned, bitches. Yes, 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 yes. I'm your host with Shelby Toe Al. I'm sitting here with my friend Gina Yashere. Al, Hello. how you Al. doing? How you doing? How cool is Rob? Rob is super cool. The voice alone is just the hey, voice alone. Hey. How you nah, doing? I love your accent. I love your, your accent. Voice. I used to live in London. I, love, I wish I could do that. Hey, I'm right here. So if anyone wants to say something nice about me, <laughs> now's gonna be the time. Now will be the time. <laughs> Maybe our next guest will say something nice about me. I can't say enough about Bridget Everett, who you've seen on shows like Inside Amy Schumer, Lady Dynamite, and you've seen her in the movie Patty Cakes. Give it up for Bridget Everett! I'm still not over this the bathroom in China. I'm never gonna, I don't know how I'm gonna recover from that. Ugh. Toilet water? No, I mean, yeah. toilet brush in the glass? The toilet brush. The toilet brush. Oh I'd my never God. Drink, I'll drink never anything, drink but oh those. God. No? Oh no, never. How's never. it when you travel? When I travel, um, I always have a couple of bottles of wine in my purse just in case there's not a liquor store nearby. And <laughs> and um, I try to stay in nice hotels like for that reason, but that's like very disheartening. Yeah. Oh, I, I trust, I I trust the employees to do their job, and yeah. that's where you're wrong. Why I'm wrong. Well, I used to work in a hotel. Um, ju- I, I won't name names, but let's just say it rhymes with Blipton. <laughs> 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 and I worked the front desk. I worked the front desk because I was just like, I'm first generation. And um, <laughs> and when people were mean to me, I would just like um, cancel their wake-up calls. Oh, no. <laughs> or just like add more tax, even though I didn't. You have you should be nice to people. Oh yeah, definitely. I, mean, yeah, I always you know try I mean? to be nice, but some people just are really still in for it. They're in for you. That's true. But I don't care. I just go into my room. I take off my clothes. I roll around in those dirty sheets and have a great time. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't. I watch porn on my own computer, so I'm just getting my own sort of uh, <laughs> dirty content. Yes, honey. Yeah. I'm always getting that fourteen ninety five dollar a day uh, internet speed, so I can get you know because I hate it's like when you like pause and when you get the complimentary internet. You know, oh, I'm oh, fuck. fuck. Oh, it's like stop, 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 stop. I'm just like get me there, get me there, get me there. I'm alone in the hotel room, you know. It's like oh my god, it's the dream yes. to make love in a five star hotel. And if I have to do it by myself, if it's gonna cost me fifteen <laughs> bucks, I'm gonna do it. I like to watch porn where girls look like me, but like thirty pounds lighter. So it's like oh. a realistic goal. Lovely. <laughs> it's I'm really sharing. lovely. I'm that, sharing that, my that's, heart. That's turned sad. Right? That's quite sad, right then. <laughs> Oh my God, did you ever call those sex lines in the 90s? <laughs> you know when you had to pay per minute? Did anybody ever do that? I did I that, I'd be so did. fucked up, and then I would like black out and I'd get a $400 phone bill later. <laughs> so I was just like, yeah, yeah. That is amazing. <laughs> um, 
So you guys have been doing this for like at least 15 to 20 years, yes? Yes, 20 years for me. What has changed for the better in the last 20 years of performing? I think for me personally, like people are a little more open to like when I started like, you know, 15 years ago or whatever. And I was like, you know, six feet tall and like motorboating people and sitting on, you know, people were like, what? And now it's just like, okay, yeah, that's what we're here to see. You know, people are just like, <laughs> they're open to things. They're used to, there's less rigidity. It's not just like, we're here to see somebody in a hoodie and, you know, telling dick jokes. I think that's really cool. Yeah, I agree. What about you, Gina? Uh, the internet's helped and hindered comedy at the same time. I love the fact that you can build your own audience now. You don't have to wait for the gatekeepers to give you a show yeah. in order to build an audience and, and, and have your own fan base. So that's been good. Yeah. Going back to what you were saying about motorboating people, <laughs> I heard that you motorboated Gloria Steinem. If memory serves. Um... <laughs> <laughs> She's she's been to see me a couple times. I remember once the first time she came to my show, like there was like this empty table, and, and I don't like late comers. Okay, um, hey. and I'm going around. I'm singing this song, "Titties," where I motivate people and talk about the different kinds of tits. Uh. And I turn around. And I was like, "You got them, you know, like coming late t titties." Or it was Gloria fucking Steinem. <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit!" But um, yeah, was she I, in a black turtleneck and jeans. Oh, she's yeah, she got that signature style. It works. Yeah, the bootcut jeans, honey. Yeah, yes. honey, the bootcuts always working with Gloria. But then I went to like a thing and uh, I did this makers conference and like I'd written a song based on um, a, a something that she said in her documentary where she's talking to her her mother who had dementia who was dying and she's really confused and she's like she's like don't worry, mama, I'll, I'll take you home. And so I wrote a song called "I'll Take You Home" with my friend Scott Whitman and Mark Shaman. And so she'd asked for me to perform at this thing, the makers thing, but. But my other songs are like, uh, put your dick away and what I got to do to get the dick in my mouth and, you know, and fuck shit up. And, and I didn't like think that feminists wanted anything to do with me, whatever. Right. But I, but I sang and I'm singing the song, fuck shit up. I go around and do titties. She's sitting with Katie Kirk and I'm like motorboating them. And, yes. and the rest of the room is just white knuckled grip, like with fear and Gloria's like, I love this. I love <laughs> She's it. She's like giving them permission to enjoy it. This is what I love about your show because I just saw your show at Joe's Pub. Yeah. And um, it, besides, like, female empowerment, it's, like, body positivity, owning, you know, your best sassy unicorn. Like, you had some dude eat french fries out of your toes? Uh, uh, you what? If, if memory serves. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so... Well, because I think, like, you know, uh, you're you're given the body you're given, and I've definitely given her a little more than she had in the first place. But, like, Ooh. but I think that there's... It doesn't matter if you want to be something else. You are where you are, you mm -hmm. know. And and so and I'm just as horny and uh, and happy to be alive as I am at this weight as I was a hundred pounds ago, you know. So it's important yes. to to celebrate where you are and let everybody around you know that the that there's no rules tonight. We're having fun and yes. please walk away and feel great about yourself. Oh That's the point. Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> okay. Last question. You guys um, talk about your moms a lot, and your moms have definitely influenced you. Um, how? And um, what did daddy do? <laughs> what did daddy do? Fuck <laughs> who? <laughs> Well, who cares about my dad? But my mom is really awesome. She like she would go to the grocery store and like not wear a bra and like go in her nightgown. She just didn't care. And at the time, it was embarrassing, of course. But it showed me that just like. Who cares, really? And then, like, and she had these, like, long, low-hanging boobs, and that's why I wrote the song, Titties, for her beaver tails. Mm. And, um... Yes. 
And she's just like... I call mine two hairless chihuahuas. <laughs> They're always fighting. Yeah. But I think the most important thing that she taught me is just like she's so not self-aware. And like she... Um, She's very curious and has a wicked sense of humor and a single mother and also like wildly crazy and sort of like made a lot of mistakes. But I think that even when somebody's like that off the rails and they, you still love them so much that like she just showed me just to like sort of love people warts and all and that's, oh, that's sort of great. that business. Is that I too tender? Sorry. No, I love that. <laughs> warts and all. What about you, Gina? Uh, my mom, uh, my work ethic comes from her. Yeah. My mom, my mom and dad, when they came to England, uh, my dad was a qualified lawyer and my mom qualified teacher. But they came into England when it was super racist, before mm. the subtle racism came in. It, uh, but uh, at that time, uh, England was when they had signs on their doors that said, "No dogs, no blacks, no Irish." So yeah, Shit. yeah, they had signs on the door. So if you went to rent a place, that's what they had on the door. Where is Daniel Day Lewis when you need a motherfucker? Well, exactly. <laughs> so my mom came to England in that atmosphere. So I remember being spat on as an eight-year-old. Uh, being chased, oh. uh, cars driving at us on the street. It was pretty bad in sort of late 70s England. Um, but my mum was like, ignore them. You're going to be, you be what you're going to be. You're going to be a doctor because she thought I was going to be a doctor. So she's like, never mind them. You will be a doctor. That is what's going to happen. You'll work hard just like me and you'll be a doctor. So she always instilled that work ethic. She always told me I was smart. And I just assumed I was smart because she told me I was smart. So what you're told you're going to be from a young age you, you incorporate that into Words your spirit. Words have power. Words yeah, they absolutely do. have so power. So I always, I grew up thinking, yeah, I'm a genius because my mom says I'm a fucking genius. <laughs> so that's what she did for me. She kind of instilled that, that self-confidence in me. Um, all right, so we're going to play a game. Okay. I know. It's not going to be hard at all. Actually, we don't really have to do any work. So basically when you guys came in, I don't know if you guys did this, but I asked people to um, write down a personal question, not for you, but on behalf of your friend, and it's called Asking for a Friend. Now if you got a crazy question, that's embarrassing. This is for a friend. <laughs> that was so good! Rob Lewis, man! That is Rob Lewis! Ah! This is like the Miss Vibe always wanted. <laughs> okay. Um, so we have a question from Taz. Taz, where you at, honey? Hello. Hi, Taz. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Is your you? name Tasmanian Devil? It's, uh, I, that's how I introduced myself, but it's not that. <laughs> so what is it, Taz? Uh, my, the question or my name? <laughs> your name, Taz. Uh, <laughs> it's I don't know why I'm asking like it's that. It's Tazmarisk. Tasmarisk. Oh, how yeah. ethnic. Cool, where's that from? Thank you. It's from an invasive weed species in the southwest that takes up all the water. Great, so no one's deporting you. Child, we Taz believe Marisk. in dreamers. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's your question, Taz? Why am I single? Um, this is... <laughs> and why am I single? I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, how many days is too many days to go without showering? But asking for a friend... Mm. You know, mm. right, I right, wondered right, why right. there was a large gap around you, Taz. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I um, I'm gonna be honest. I have dry fucking skin because I gotta take a shower every time I poo. Every time you poo. Yeah, every time I poo, I gotta keep that booty clean. Okay. So I take okay. like two, three showers a day. You shower every time you shit. Y yeah. I showered three or four times a day. I gotta stop. My water bill is crazy. <laughs> but I would I would say twenty four hours. Like 
you know? I've gone two days though once, but only because I was in the house and I wasn't going anywhere. I think the last, like if you're going 70, wait, 72, yeah. the last 24 of that is just for me, it's just for me. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I just want to see like, how bad can it wh- get? Where can it go? Yeah. Yes. And or it's how weird. Good. Like day two is kind of worse than Let day three. Let that grape ferment, just- honey. Let's get a Pinot Noir down yeah. there. <laughs> it is a sensitive grape. Okay. Our next question is from Mary C. Hi, hey, Mary. Oh, okay. It's on. It's on. So- it's public radio. <laughs> <laughs> we we know what on is. <laughs> Asking for a friend. Um, her mom just moved in with her boyfriend. Ew. What? Well, just and her, her boyfriend? Oh. I mean, in her boyfriend's. <laughs> her moved in with her and her boyfriend, and mm-hmm. uh, having a hard time keeping the sex life alive. Ooh, I I, I want to know how many bedrooms. I want to know how yeah. thin the walls are. Really I want to know why mom has to come in. I want to know how long she's living with this boyfriend. When they go get married. Well, she moved in with me and my boyfriend. Um. Oh! Asking for the friend. Is your boyfriend the friend you're asking for? We have cracked the case. Oh, Mary, the case has Mary, been Mary. Pew, pew, pew. So she moved in. Yeah. I mean, she's gone through a hard time. She's going through a divorce, and we have a second bedroom. So yeah. we're helping but her. But does she have sisters, friends, any, literally anyone else? <laughs> yeah. A sibling. You know, she's just, um, you know, she's here to hang for a bit. <laughs> the woman that wiped your butt and, and took care of your little drippy droppy nose when you were sick needs you now. So just wrap up your pussy, put a cold compress on it and take care of your mother. <laughs> All right. We got to move on. We got to move. I really want to dig deeper, but. Oh, there's so much I love more this. to no, know. We, we are like the ghetto view. <laughs> <laughs> And Gina is definitely whoopee. <laughs> You're probably Joy Behar. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. Am I Raven Simone? <laughs> All right. Last question from Haley W. Or is it Holly? Like Haley? Halle Berry. No, I, I still fuck you. her name up. Oh, okay. I'll call you Charday. That's cool. I love it. I love it. <laughs> What's the question, Boo Boo Kitty? Um, what should someone do who loves birthdays but their husband never does anything? Ooh. Ew. <laughs> I mean, why is he is he cheap? Is he Jehovah Witness? He's lazy. <laughs> What's the backstory? What's the black story? He's lazy. What he what does he not remember or is he wrong and strong? Like he's like, yeah, I don't do birthdays. How? No, it's Every year it's, oh, I had this idea. It didn't work out. Okay, no. See, what oh, I'm saying man. is, you're, for your friend, <laughs> you can't, divorce. you can't, even though somebody knows you, they're still not a fucking mind reader. So you can't be passive aggressive about it. You'd be like, I need this. Send them the email, send them the gift, send them pictures on Pinterest. This is what a bitch would like. You let him know. Because if you're going to be with someone like that, then you got to fucking let him know. And then he might get the gist. And then he'll finally do it one year. And you'll be like, yay. Do you know what I mean? You got to let people know what you want. Say it with me. Say it, Holly. Say it. Say it, Holly. I got to let people know what I want. Say it louder. I got to let people know what I want. I got to let people know what I want. There you go. (laughs) Rob. What have we learned tonight? We learned so many things. Are you going to sing us out? Yeah, No, bitch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't sing. I'm not Jordan Sparks. I stay in my place. 
<laughs> but this is like my this is my moment where I'm recapping on the subway. You know, like, oh my god, what did I learn tonight? What have you learned tonight? What have you learned? I learned that you're a proper germaphobe. I am. Um, I also learned that you and Bridget are amazing, strong women because your moms are also amazing, strong women. Um, I love that you and Bridget are a voice for a new generation. Um, you have this great quote about dreams. It technically is LL Cool J's, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> keep playing, keep playing. We gotta do it to music, keep playing. What's that quote, honey? It's DGHD dreams. They don't have deadlines. Ooh. Dreams don't have deadlines. Rob, you've played for some heavy people in your day. <laughs> Late Night Whenever is brought to you by WNYC Studios. This podcast is produced by Joanna Solitara, Paula Schumann, Jennifer Sendro, Daniel Gumet, and Marion Schauberg, with Isaac Jones, Chase Colpin, Sarah Sambach, Caroline English, and Melissa Chusid. Music by Rob Lewis. Add music by Isaac Jones. I know you're probably scrolling through your Instagram, looking at all those unrealistically perfect houses and gorgeous meals you'll never have. How about you spice your feet up with something that actually makes you happy? Search at whenever and follow us. We're posting some sexy behind-the-scenes content. And don't forget to subscribe to Late Night Whenever, wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, we have two special guests on today's show. And by special, I mean I would want to motorboat them all times of the day, chafing and all. This is terrible. This This is just so gross. If I'm listening to this, I'd be like, what a fucking weirdo. What a fucking weirdo. (laughs) Sorry, there's a button for cough. I love that.